Hey everyone, it's Rich Bennett, host of Conversations with Rich Bennett, bringing you an exciting chance to win with our latest giveaway sponsored by Tar Heel Construction Group. Get ready to make a splash just by tuning into the podcast. Yes, you heard that right. While you're soaking up our latest episodes, listen closely for a special splash sound. When you hear it, remember the episode name. Here's what you do next. Shoot us an email at podcast at harfordcountyliving.com with the episode title. Each splash sound means a new chance to win. So the more you listen, the better your chances. If you don't have email, then just leave a voicemail from our website at conversationswithrichbennett.com. What's the prize? How about a brand new waterproof Bluetooth speaker? Perfect for listening to our episodes, whether you're in the bath, on the beach, in the pool or on the go. You have until the end of May to send in your entries and we'll announce the lucky winner on June 3rd. Don't miss out on this splashy opportunity brought to you by Tar Heel Construction Group. Dive into our episodes and win big. You know, there are a ton of nonprofits out there and it can get pretty confusing for a lot of people when, you know, they come across some money and they want to donate or just... Throughout the year, they want to donate. It's like, okay, well, this nonprofit does this. This nonprofit does that. But sometimes people want to donate to a nonprofit that does something, you know, particular. And it's hard for them to find that. Well, on this episode of Harford County Living with Rich Bennett, I am going to talk with a young lady that is um, basically going to help you out with that. She can tell you what you can do, where you can donate your money, and basically how that money can be put aside for something that you like. Stay tuned. Welcome to the award-winning podcast, Harford County Living with Rich Bennett, coming to you from the Freedom Federal Credit Union Studios. Each week, you'll hear interesting interviews, commentary, discussions, storytelling, and more. Here's your host, Marine Corps veteran, professional DJ, entrepreneur, podcaster, and my father, Rich Bennett. I'd like to welcome everybody to Harford County Living with Rich Bennett. Today, I have Lyle is back with me co-hosting, and we have a young lady on from the Community Foundation of Harford County, Jennifer Farrell is the executive director, correct? Yes. So first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. And now how long have you actually been with them? So my one-year anniversary was March 23rd. Um, I started on March 23rd, 2020, right as the world oh, was geez. exploding <laughs> with COVID-19. Yeah, so I started at a really interesting time. All right, well, then before we get into the foundation, where were you at before this? So I was with the Baltimore Community Foundation for 12 years. Um, I did grow up here in Jarrettsville, but I uh, moved to Baltimore as a young adult, took a job at the Baltimore Community Foundation. So I did spend 12 years there and then came back to Jarrettsville a couple of years ago. And then this opportunity opened up. And with 12 years of Community Foundation experience, it kind of worked out. During the pandemic. Yeah. Wow. So you really haven't had it. Well, no, the good thing is because coming in during the pandemic, there were some challenges that you had to overcome. Yeah, yeah. So what better time? Yeah, I actually, um, so my official start date was the 23rd, but I actually came in a week earlier 
just to start drafting some press releases and get the word out and just say, hey, we're gonna we're gonna do some fundraising for COVID nineteen. It's really kind of the the community foundation is tasked with sort of attacking whatever is mm-hmm. happening in a specific area, and for us, it's obviously Hartford County. So. Yeah, we really jumped in, and, and I had a lot to do right away because we had to do this fundraising and get that money out to the nonprofits. So have you always been in the nonprofit world? I have, yeah. Actually, well, I did. My first office job was in Baltimore at a now-defunct media company in the Natty Bow Tower, but that didn't last very long. I, I, I went to wow. the community foundation pretty quickly. Yeah. So from marketing mm-hmm. to yeah. the nonprofit world. Big difference, isn't it? It is. Well, and community <laughs> foundations are, are pretty um, interesting nonprofits because while we are sort of half nonprofit, like half of our work is to support the community and whatever right. is happening, the other half is really working with individual donors and helping them sort of plan their philanthropy and think about what legacy they'll leave behind. So it's kind of a an amalgamation of, of a few different things. So it's kind of like half charitable bank, half nonprofit, if that makes sense. So we're here to support nonprofits. Okay. People. Okay. So you're so the Community Foundation of Harford County isn't its own nonprofit it per se. It is. We're a five hundred one c three charity. But you don't do events and everything. We don't do fundraising events okay. and things like that. See, because really, community foundations try to stay away from that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. we really we really feel like that's the nonprofits that that should be their thing. They should be able to do that without us kind of stepping on their toes. So explain to me exactly what is, what the foundation does that then because when I was looking at the website I'm like wait a minute this isn't what I thought it yeah, was but no. but what I saw is like and I even told Lyle I said this is great because I've never known what the foundation does yeah. and then when I looked at it, I was like this is pretty awesome yeah no it's, it's a, it's a really sounds like awesome. people we want to be friends with exactly <laughs> yes people do feel that way um, so community foundations are actually all over the world um, there's just under a thousand I believe in the United States Maryland has 14 we're the only wow. in the northeast of Maryland so um, Cecil County does not yet have one although I think there are some people up there that are that are thinking about it and right. talking about it um so really gosh how do you explain a community foundation quickly um <laughs> there's sort of an all-encompassing philanthropic vehicle okay so so on one hand we're here to essentially sustain the nonprofits of harford county forever right okay so we look at community foundations look at you know nonprofits every year are scrambling to fundraise for their operations and for their programs um, that's a big lift for them, and that takes time away from them being able to do the good work in the community that they right. do. You know, if they're helping the homeless or they're helping disadvantaged children, you know, the idea is eventually a community foundation will be big enough so that they can support those nonprofits and take a big chunk of that sort of annual fundraising off of their shoulders. Okay. Help them sustain themselves. So we do that in a couple ways by granting. And we allow nonprofits to invest their dollars with us, so they can they can open a uh, an endowment with us that we would then invest. That will uh, ideally, of course, we can't predict the market get bigger every year. Right. And each year they'll get a check from that fund that they can use for whatever they want. So we can sort and we can sort of help them grow in that way, in the endowment way. And we can also do things like accept stock gifts for them and things like that that smaller organizations might not have the capacity for. So almost like a 401k for nonprofits. Sort of, yeah. Except you can take out take out of it every year at an huh. age. <laughs> so, so your what's your approach from from the beginning? You you seek out the nonprofits. For example, the the Joptown Lions Club Foundation. 
Right. So we seek out nonprofits. We'll tell them, you know, how we're doing on our returns. Our mm-hmm. investment firm is Brown Advisory, which is an incredible investment mm-hmm. firm. Um, I'm sure you've heard of them. Um, they used to make us crazy at my former community foundation because they were they were always <laughs> doing a little bit better than we could. Um, so it's great that we're we're with them. So we do. We approach nonprofits, but we also approach um, businesses that do a lot of giving. Um, we'll approach families uh. that do a lot of giving because they can come to us and say, you know. I'm writing 50 checks a year to all these nonprofits. I just want to put a chunk of money into a donor-advised fund, which is kind of like your own little family right. foundation. And then I'm just going to tell you when to cut the checks. So the only receipt I have to keep track of is the one I, the, the, the receipt that I get from you when I open the fund or okay. whatever I add to the fund. So yep, get, definitely, they, definitely the people we want to be friends with. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah so, so generous people, families, companies, nonprofits. Um, we do a lot of scholarship funds. Okay. Uh, a lot of times when someone passes away, someone will come to a community foundation for us to collect money in memory of that person. Right. And they can have some time to think about what do we want this to be? Do we want it to be a scholarship? Do we want it to be a fund that just supports one nonprofit in Hartford County that we like and we'll send them one check a year? Um, so it's really, there are just kind of endless options at community foundations. It's huh. sort of, we like to say we're philanthropic problem solvers. And right. the other thing is obviously that we're hyper, hyper local. I mean, it's just Hartford County. Right. You know, the, the money stays here. It's, it's not going anywhere else. Our board is here. Uh, you know, there's no governing board of community foundations. Um, there is a, an uh, institution that sort of on a volunteer basis almost um, evaluates each community foundation to make sure that we're meeting best practices. Right. And we actually just got our approval for that. It was a very lengthy process, but I'm very happy. So, yeah. <laughs> so it sounds like also for for up-and-coming nonprofits, yes. uh, yeah. one of the first stops they need to make is at your doorstep. Exactly. Um, yeah. it's, it's, it's a good conversation to have, especially when they get to a point where they say, okay, we have this extra pot of money. It's sitting in our bank account. Yeah. We should really invest this to help our operations long term. Hmm. So that's that's a good um, good option for nonprofits. Yeah, hmm. and also uh, some of the bigger nonprofits will just have a specific project that they're starting. Like, a, right. like we're going to do a, a summer camp, and we want to have money for the summer camp every year, but we want it separate from the rest of our money because we don't want everything commingled. So they'll open a fund at a community foundation, and say this is for the blank 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 for the camps of. Joppa Town, and and we would just send send that organization a check every year. Huh. Right. right. Interesting. I'm with the Hartford County Historical Society on the board, and I want to do more for the veterans in Hartford County. Um, Several different programs, and we have a lot of heroes from Mm -hmm. many different uh, wars in this county that people just don't know about. Right. I can't keep going back to the same people and say, hey, well, you (laughs) Well, I mean, that's kind of the problem with any fundraising operation is, you know, there are only so many people in the world. And if you're in Hartford County and you want to reach Hartford County people, there's only so many people here. Right. (laughs) What... you know, with that and, and other things, you want to set up a, 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 a fund, mm-hmm. you know, a perpetual type fund that um, people can give to. They can they can leave legacy gifts to. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, we would have it managed through somebody like you, yeah. obviously. And, yeah. Uh, well, that's, I'm glad you said legacy, actually, because that is probably one of the biggest the biggest reasons people come to community foundations mm-hmm. because they know that they want to leave a mark on the place where, you know, they raise their family, they right. their success. And there, there are just some really effective ways that you can leave a legacy at a community foundation. And essentially you could just go to your attorney and say, this part of my estate goes to the community foundation. 
And you can really have the rest of your life to decide what you want us to do with it after you're gone. Of course, we don't encourage that because anything could happen to any of us at any moment. Right, right. It's good to have have an idea. But, you know, say one day you've decided, um, I just want you to send a check to this nonprofit every year for eternity in my name after I'm gone. And then something happens and they don't like that nonprofit anymore or they find a new nonprofit that they've fallen in love with. Right. They can come back to us to say, actually, I want you to include them now and I want it to be 50-50. I want it to go to two nonprofits. I want them both to get a check forever. They don't have to go back to their lawyer or anything. The lawyer already knows to send us the money, but they can sort of come back and say, you know what? I don't even want to restrict it anymore. I want you to just find an organization that's doing the best work in homelessness every year right. and send them a check in me and my family's name. So that's kind of a powerful way that, you sure. know, your family yeah. or your company or any, you know, you can be remembered. You know, those organizations that come to rely on your annual checks that you write to them, if it's like $250, right. $500, you can tell them that really you're going to get a check from me forever and it's most likely going to get much bigger every year. So Now, do you guys uh, work with non I guess you could say like international nonprofits or whatever because all right, let me g- give a scenario. Sure. Probably be the easiest way. <laughs> um all right, so like Parkinson's mm-hmm. disease. You you have I think was it Parkinson's dot org, I think is one or Parkinson's National Re- something. Sure. You have the Michael J. Fox Foundation. Mm-hmm. Now, and the only one I know of in Harford County is Rally Against Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. So can somebody um, say it's me or whatever? I, I want to – let's say Rally's not here. There's right. no local one for Parkinson's. So can I donate to the Community Foundation hoping that somebody actually creates a local nonprofit for Parkinson's? You absolutely can. And really, really? What, you, what you can do <laughs> – well, what you really could do is you could even say, okay, until there is an established nonprofit in Hartford County, I want you to give to the national organization. Okay. So there's no restriction saying you can't give outside of Hartford County. Of course, we encourage right. giving because that's where our hearts are and that's what we love. But, you know, really what we want is philanthropy to be happening. Yeah. We want good things to be happening with dollars and helping nonprofits do their good work. So. If it's in another county, if it's in another state, that's fine. But another point I'd like to make about that is say that you set up an estate plan with us that you do want to support a specific charity Mm -hmm. that's open now and thriving. Community foundations have something that's incredibly unique to them called variance power. What that means is that, um, first of all, we are very tied to to keeping your wishes forever. It's it's the highest and most important thing that a community foundation does is donor intent, making sure that... You know, if this donor died 50 years ago, I still want to be doing exactly what he told us to do. I mean, that, right. that's what we're here for, really, essentially. Um, but if that nonprofit does unfortunately go under, we are tasked with finding another nonprofit that's doing as close to that work as they were as as possible. So to make sure that, you know, if, if that organization ceases to exist, we will find one that's doing as similar to the work right. as we can to make sure that your dollars are still supporting what you wanted it to support. It might not be the organization you chose because it's impossible, but that variance power allows us to say, okay, let's think about what he would want us to do. Let's find a nonprofit that, that we know that he would want to support since this one is no longer around. And I just think that's a really cool yeah, thing because sure. you know that those dollars are going to support the thing you care about forever. I mean, that's just such an awesome thing to think about. Sure, yeah. So if, and taking Rich's example and, and expanding upon that, um, 
if there isn't a, a current, you know, for example, Parkinson's uh, nonprofit in the county that, sure. that focuses locally, sure. what, is it, what is your approach um, to existing nonprofits doing similar work? Do you, would you actually go out there and, and, and you know, say, hey, we have this, this family or this individual or this company that wants to do this type of yeah. uh, uh, philanthropy in the county? Yeah, Would you consider? Yeah, that's another thing that community foundations yeah. take seriously is community leadership. Um, you know, you kind of want to have a bird's eye view as a community foundation mm-hmm. of philanthropy in the county. You want to know: Are there too many nonprofits working on the same thing? Right, they could work better together. Right. Try to get them in a room together to see. You know, how can we make this more efficient? You're both struggling for operating dollars every mm-hmm. year. Maybe if you combined, you could. You know, this would just be a more efficient process and, and help more people. So we do kind of try to be a connector in the community to say, if somebody were to come to us and say, you know, I have this chunk of money, there has to be a nonprofit that would be willing to take this on. And then, yeah, of course, we would go out and just yeah. see what the lay of the land is, if there's right, any right. way that it could happen. And if there isn't any way that it could, that could happen here, just, you know, keep, keep your eye on it and try to find one as close as we could, you know, whether it's another county or not. But... But the idea is, yeah, we want to be a community connector and, and help people kind of solve right. any kind of philanthropic problem. Great, yeah. So how many actually non well, for, and let me go back back a minute first. Okay, sure. so with the nonprofits that are connected with you, number one, it has to be a 501c3, no matter yes. what, right? Okay. Um, there, there are special things that we can do to non-501c3s that just um we'd have to do a little more expenditure responsibility okay. just keep a little closer eye on the finances and right. get some receipts and all that boring stuff okay right so but anyone that's affiliated with you has to be in good compliance correct yes we, okay yeah, if, if we were to you know get word and i've been this, i've actually been in that situation uh, if we've gotten word that a community or a community foundation and nonprofit <laughs> is in bad shape, right? Um, they might be folding. There's creditors going after them. It's really our our decision to say, look, we, we don't we're here to support philanthropy. We can't send them a check as much as you might want us to. It's right. just not good due diligence for okay. us. Right. Okay, right? Because it just doesn't. We don't want you know philanthropic dollars going to a creditor. <laughs> well, yeah, but my other thought on that is too because you see a lot of nonprofits and then somebody else takes over and then all of a sudden those dollars aren't going to where they're supposed to go right. they're going somewhere else right. where they're not supposed to be going right. and priorities and missions change and sure. yeah well, then that's, so that's, that's the whole that's that's the whole legacy thing too of, of it you know if you're in love with a nonprofit, they might change their mission and you might just not be that into them anymore so yeah. you might just fall in love with a new nonprofit. right but yeah it does it happens i mean harford county um, has really extraordinarily committed nonprofits. Right. It's, it's just sort of incredible. Just the leadership across the board is is really, really strong. So I'm frankly not worried about anyone here, just, just so we all know. I mean, everyone is just um, really, really so dedicated to this area. It's yeah. really beautiful. Now, and you may not be able to answer this, but any idea roughly how many nonprofits are affiliated with you guys? It's not too many. It's like seven or eight. We're not. What? We're not a huge community foundation. No, as community foundations go, 
I don't think we're the smallest in Maryland, but we're we're one of the smaller ones. We're really considered a baby. So a lot of community foundations, just to give you a little history, um, they were started much longer ago. Um, right. So we were started in 2007, right before the market crash, which was a terrible time. You guys have only been around since 2007? Yeah, yeah we're pretty young. Wow. So, so most community foundations were started with estate gifts. Okay. So people said, I want to leave my money to something that supports where I live. I'm going to do it through this community foundation. Banks would come together, establish a community foundation so people could really leave a legacy for their community foundation. Well, nowadays, for newer community foundations, that's that's really not the case. Right. So it's we're really more working with living donors, and then they leave us an estate gift. So it's not like we weren't based off of just a bunch of people leaving a pot of money and saying, okay, go do good things in Hartford right. County with this. So as far as size, yeah, we're, we're pretty, we're a very, we're a baby. Well, maybe a toddler. We're a toddler. But you want to become a teen and then an adult, yes. right? Oh, yeah. okay. no, that's, that's the idea, right? No, <laughs> I came from a, um, a much bigger foundation, and that's we really we really feel like we're kind of in a spot now where we're ready to grow, and enough people know us and understand what we are. Because, like like you said, it's a little bit confusing yeah. to explain what a community foundation is. But once people get it, they love it. They think it's like the coolest thing they've ever heard of. Like. Who wouldn't want just somebody that's just here to solve philanthropic problems in, in Hartford County? Or not even philanthropic problems, right? Like COVID-19 came up, so we got over $100,000 out of the community right away. I mean, I was, those, are yeah. the, those are the things that we can really kind of pivot and do as they as they arise. We don't have to kind of stick to one mission. You saw a lot of fundraisers popping up for yeah. that, helping the frontliners yeah. and the bartenders and yeah. everybody else. Yeah, well, and food banks were so stretched thin. Yeah. Oh. Anybody that was working with education and kids and trying to get them Wi-Fi access in their homes or devices when the, the devices didn't come in in time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there was all kinds of things to sort of tackle. So, And I will say that it was um, as terrible as it was to start in a pandemic it really did show me um, just how wonderful people are here. I mean, you know, I did grow up here, but I was away for a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, I just had yeah. to reacquaint myself with the county. And um, the people of Hartford County really just deeply, deeply care about this area. See, that's... Yeah, for, for the most part, if you hit the right button, yeah. you know, the right topic, the right the right cause, what yeah. have you, you, sure. know, you, you wake people up, Yeah. you know, and then yeah. they're, everybody's interested in something. Most everybody right. is interested in something. You just got to find out what it is. Right. Yeah. And nobody wants their neighbor suffering. You know? right. That's one thing I have noticed, and we've talked about this on other podcasts, um, businesses and just the people that live here, mm-hmm. they, you know, and you've seen it more during COVID, which is surprising. Yes. Yeah. They give. Oh, yeah. You know, people in Hartford County do give. Mm-hmm. Um but with what you do, I think it's even better because, well, you know, I do the nonprofit of the week right. all the time. And when you have what, over 500 nonprofits, I think, in Harford yeah, County, it's, yeah, and you can't really give to each one right. all the time. But if they if they were part of the community foundation, I think it would make it a lot easier. Yeah. It takes a lot of stress off of them. Yeah. Um, well, that's, that it, is kind of, that's another thing is we can be, if you are a person that's like sort of constantly approached by every nonprofit, mm-hmm. we can kind of help you figure out, okay, what do I really care about? You know, I, I do, I wish I could support every nonprofit in Hartford County, but, but what do I really want to focus my charitable dollars on? And right. That's sort of another thing that we can just sit down yeah. with you and help you figure out and, 
and also kind of um, shield you a little bit from sort of constant ass. As much as we want the nonprofit supported, we don't want anyone going insane and getting yeah. drugged every single day. Of course, you know, there are those people. Certainly not me. I don't think I'll ever be there. <laughs> but, but you know, there are people that are, that, you know, they just get a little um, tired of having to worry about it. So they can sort of tell us, give us direction, tell us what to do, and we'll do it for them. So well, that- and the other thing is, too, of what you guys do, because, and I, I've seen this a lot, Take, uh, for instance, the food pantries. Okay, a lot of people will collect food or money to give to the food pantry, but I've seen it to where the food pantry can't take anymore. And then they have no idea who to give it to. Right. Because they don't know about other food, you know, what other food pantries can they donate to. You look at the homeless situation. How many different nonprofits are raising things, raising money or doing things for the homeless? Mm -hmm. And foster care is another one. There's so many out there. And I think some people are getting confused where they don't know who to donate to. Well, I think that that's really, that is not specific to Hartford County. I think that's That's everywhere. Well, yeah. Because what will happen is somebody will have a beautiful idea and they're like, they get excited and they Mm -hmm. go and they charge for it and do it and and maybe don't realize that, oh, there's already this charity five miles away that's doing it and they're really established and they have a great reputation and I could really just support them and work with them yeah well i think that's another re- one one reason you see some nonprofits uh or even people that want to start a nonprofit, mm-hmm. they'll go through the steps to either get it going or try to mm-hmm. not realizing that somebody right around the corner is doing the same thing and has been doing it forever and has been is successful at it right and then they can't get the funds to keep them going right, and then they end up sh- shutting their doors yeah. yeah you know no that's definitely not unique to hear it's just it's not a terrible problem because it means there are so many good people out there that want to they want to do good things. But but right, you do um, you want to make sure that resources yeah. are being used in the highest and best way possible. So how does a nonprofit go about contacting you guys to to get lined up with you? Well, just give me a call. All right, call her now. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, uh, yeah, just honestly give me a call. You know, I've I've um, I did a. It was hard to do a lot of in person things, obviously, with yeah. COVID, but I did. Did my best to get out and see some nonprofits um, last summer when things were a little more calm. Now I think this summer things are going to be much more calm. I hope mm-hmm. I'm crossing my fingers as I say that. Knock on wood. Knocking on wood. Um, but I do plan to get out to as many nonprofits as, as possible just to introduce myself and right. just let them know we're here and just kind of see what they're up to. So how can somebody like you know like Harford County Living help the Community Foundation grow? Things like this is really it's really important because, like I said, we're we're a toddler. Um, mm-hmm. There are still a lot of people that don't know about us. They don't know that they can, you know, if, if they're thinking about opening a private foundation, they can really do it for us for much less money and no IRS restrictions. We still have IRS restrictions, but not not, not <laughs> as, as much as there are for private right. foundations. I don't want to let you think you can just go in there and write checks to your kids from your fund. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way, but. Um, it really is getting the word out and explaining to people that we, we're really a, a good resource for you. Even if you're just kind of starting to think about that you want to get involved in philanthropy and you have no idea what you want to do, you have no idea the scale you want it to be, maybe you're thinking, you know, I want to give $5,000 away each year. You can just come to us and have a conversation and we'll we'll talk through it. I mean, I've lived and breathed philanthropy for so long. You know, I, I really think that it's fun to have those conversations with people sure. and nonprofits and yeah. just think through your problems and what you're thinking and, and helping come up with a solution. So do you actually do like classes or webinars or seminars to help people 
build enough? If, if they don't have that 501c3 yet and they want to get that, do you give classes or whatever and help them? So we're that's not really our lane. That's Maryland nonprofits. They're a wonderful okay. organization. They cover the whole state of Maryland. They help people. They help nonprofits incubate. Mm-hmm. But what we can do for nonprofits that are trying to decide if they are going to do that or if they just want to open a fund at a community foundation, mm-hmm. that's when we would come in. But Maryland nonprofits really kind of helps people get through the whole process. I know that it's it's very exhausting to start a 501c3. Can um, be. Yeah, I, know, I know there's a lot of hoops and everything, but they'll really kind of help steward you through that. But yeah. we're more kind of like hyper-local, like what do you want to get done in Hartford County? All right, so the one point you said, you know, uh, help people create a fund. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not affiliated with a 501c3, yeah. but uh, I want to start a scholarship for somebody, you know, that passed away and want to do it in their name. I yeah. can actually come to you guys yeah. and yeah. say, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. And then you can have all your friends donate to it and, and raise as much money as you Because can. you're a 501c3, it would go under you under, right. and it'd right. be tax deductible. Right. So okay. instead of having to like create a foundation and go through all that stuff, you would just come to a community foundation. The community so, foundation. So how, did, how do you network um, in case like, the, you know, somebody wants to – leave a legacy or, uh, you know, set up an annual donation. How do, how does you, how do you get your word out? Um, and let me see how to, how to what so, I'm looking. I think, are you asking like, how do we let nonprofits know that this grant is available? Well, no, not, not, not profits. For example, um, you know, somebody that's, that's wants to leave, uh, we'll just throw a figure out there. I've got five hundred thousand dollars, and I want I want to leave it to have it dispersed. Um, you know these different nonprofits sure. x amount every year, mm-hmm. and they're working through their accountant or their lawyer on right. their estate planning. Mm-hmm. Do you have a network built where you work with with uh, you know attorneys and 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 financial planners and others? Right. So that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Actually, professional advisors are considered really one of the most valuable relationships that a community, community foundation can have because they are the ones talking to those people that know they want to do good. They know they want it to be Hartford County, but they, they don't want it to be one specific. They don't want to just say, okay, I want you to give them $500,000 at once because, first of all, that's really bad for some nonprofits because that, mm-hmm. that would put them in a little bit of danger. Um, just with the IRS. I don't know why we're talking about the IRS so much. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting your tax day. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, we're recording this in April for those listening. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, I'm sorry, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps looking, Jennifer no. keeps looking behind her. Wait, is IRS coming? Um, no. <laughs> so, so professional advisors are, are, are good at sort of helping people understand. You know, they'll also kind of help people think through how, how they can make that happen. Right. So really that is a big part of my job is, making sure professional advisors know that we are here and that we're a very sort of, uh, really, we can kind of come up with anything that your client really wants us to do. Right. So okay. Yeah, are, that, that's... Yeah, that's our biggest sort of referral okay. resource. So I can be comfortable going to a financial planner and he'll, uh, he or she will know to uh, contact somebody like your organization to... I, I sure hope so. Yeah, that's what I was getting right, at. Is yes. yeah, if that that kind of a right. So how many uh, how many people are on the actual staff for the community foundation? One point five. So it's me and and a part time person, and then we have a board of fourteen, 
We're very active. Okay. I would almost consider some of the, some of them staff. They do they do a whole lot for the organization. We're very lucky. Um, but yeah, really, it's and then of course we have our investment firm kind of handles right. all that, and then we have um, we contract with accountants and things like that. Okay. So but so I'm the core staff. And then a part-time person, and then we have some other. Yeah, you scared me at first when you said 1.5. I'm thinking if she <laughs> yeah, pulls out like a ventriloquist <laughs> dummy, and this is the other part. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, she's just part-time. But she's this is my prop that I use. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, how many people are on the board? I'm sorry. Fourteen. Fourteen. Mm-hmm. And what? And what did walk everybody through what the board actually does? Sure. And if anybody's interested, because the board changes what each year, every two years. Yeah, well, we'll we'll bring people on annually, and then our oh. board terms are three years. Three years, mm-hmm. okay. But they're not, you know, they're all staggered. So at any given year, somebody's going to be leaving. People are going to be joining. Okay, so explain to everybody what the board does and how they can become part of the board sure. when the time comes. So the board of a community foundation is is really really vital um, because they are really overseeing the financial health, right? Mm-hmm. Because we are investing philanthropic dollars, and we take that very seriously, and we want our board watching the investment advisor, coming up with our investment policy, keeping an eye on that. Um, So they're really overseeing the health of the organization, that we're going in the direction we want to go. They're thought partners for me when I have an idea (laughs) and I say, oh, my gosh, can I meet with you for a couple hours and just talk this through? Um, so they're really just sort of the 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 watchful eye right. of the organization, making sure that everything is happening that needs to happen. And they're also just kind of, you know, they'll they'll come in and just kind of talk through ideas of their own. You know, a lot of people come on and they have ideas and we'll, that they're excellent ideas, and it's great to get new people in and just kind of hear what they think and where they think we should go. And and sometimes we'll get some of those ideas put in the work. So it's it's pretty cool. One of the things I noticed with the board is. I, I I recognize the names. I, I and I'm sure a lot of people in Hartford County do. Seems like everybody on the board, if not everybody, at least a majority of them, they give back. Yes. Mm-hmm. And do you, can you tell who the bar, tell everybody who the board members are? The one I already know about, we all know he couldn't make it because he's down in Ocean okay. City, probably fishing or um, something. So I, do, I have a list here because otherwise I would get so. <laughs> so our board chair is Janie Klein, of course, the wonderful Janie Klein. Yes. Um, Mike Allen, uh, Mary Delaney James, Joe Bodiford, Joe Ayler, Jesse Cunningham, Greg Bowser, Denise Dreiger, Scott Elliott, Ken Ferrara, Fred Merchant, Carmen Mirabile, Carolyn Pizzuto, and Debbie Turner. And those are all people that give back in the county. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Quite a few familiar names. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I feel like the people that really fall in love with community foundations are the people that are already giving back, you know? And then the other thing that we can do is for people that are starting to think about how they want to give back, we can be a resource for them. And then maybe one day they will be a board member. (laughs) Why are you looking at me like that, Jennifer? (laughs) (laughs) Giving back is a lot of fun. It is. Once people get into it, they they see how fun Actually, do you guys deal with any rec councils? We don't really. Really? You can grant to rec um, centers from a community foundation. Any kind okay. of government, you can grant to government institutions, um, churches, schools, and then of course any 501c3 charity. So um, we don't have any partnerships as of now. If we're in, in my previous role, we did. So, right. So that is something that we, we can do. So what are the big partnerships that you have right now? So most of our funds are opened by private donors. So really? The bigger funds are really opened by people that um, might might not even be with us anymore. Right. So so we do we do have some memorial scholarships, but really it is it's private donors. It's people wow. that just come to us and say, 
you know, I'm giving $10,000 a year to charity instead of doing writing these checks all year, I'm just going to give it to you and tell you when to send the checks. For the people, the families that do come to Open Funds with us is really educate them about what's going on in the community. Mm-hmm. Because once we get to know them and what they're interested in, and something I see something, I can say, oh, I have to put this in front of them because I know they're going to want to send them a check. Right. right. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, the, the, the real thing is that we're here for Hartford County forever. Mm-hmm. We're never going to care about anything but Hartford County. Of course, I mean, I love other things, but Hartford County is our focus uh, philanthropically and and we want to we want to care about the things that the county cares about, right? And that's really what we're here to do. Now, and you guys aren't affiliated with the county government itself, right? No, no. Okay, we are we are next door though. <laughs> okay. Well, no, the reason I say it is because a lot of times if people see anything, it's kind of hard. I can't tell you how many people think that Hartford County Living is part of the county county government. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. No, um, but a lot of times when you see that, a lot of people think that. Yeah. No, and, and community foundations can kind of partner with their local, mm-hmm. local government and, and um, work on projects together. But yeah, we're not we're not. You're your own separate five hundred one c three. Own thing. Yeah. Okay, that's good. What's the website so everybody can go check it out? www.cfharfordcounty.org. Cfharfordcounty.org. That's easy to remember. Very easy. I'll have the link in the show notes. Do you have anything to add? No, I just, you know, I just want people to know that we're here and that oh, they we will now. have any conversation, you know, as, as silly as you might think it is, I'm happy to do it. Um, I love meeting the people of Harford County and happy to help you think through anything. Or if you already have an idea, I'll help you figure out how to make it happen. Well, Jennifer, thank you so much. Thank you. This was a lot of fun. If you have an idea or something or someone you would like to hear on the podcast, let me know. Send me an email at podcast at HartfordCountyLiving.com. Again, that's podcast at HartfordCountyLiving.com. And also, please leave a review. All you need to do is go to LoveThePodcast.com forward slash Harco Living. Again, LoveThePodcast.com forward slash Harco Living. Please leave a review. It helps me determine what type of guest to get on and subjects to talk about as well. And not only that, if you leave a review, I tend to give away prizes a lot, gift cards. You know, my sponsors provide me with things that allow me to do that. So, you know, you're automatically entered once you leave a review. Even years down the road, if you left one today, if you left one last year, you're still eligible to, of course, win the prize. And also, if you don't mind, please follow our Facebook pages at Harford County Living with Rich Bennett, which is facebook.com forward slash HCL show and Harford County Living as well, which is facebook.com forward slash Harford County Living. And of course, if you can, please support the show. Just go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash Harco Living, and every little donation helps me to keep this going. So again, that's buymeacoffee.com forward slash Harco Living.